Hello and welcome. It's Motivational Monday by Jim and Lucy. And today's special guest will just help you get going this week because she knows how to take things that are seem or they are in disarray and rearrange everything to make you productive, effective, and just change your life. Welcome. Our special guest is Lisa Woodruff. Hello, Lisa. Hi. Nice to see you guys. It's so good to have you here with us because I need some help. <laughs> a lot of I mean, Lisa, help me, please. When we first moved to Mexico, right now to our audience, we're in Mexico for the next few months. But when we first got here, I thought, whoa, we got so much closet space. I'm going to organize my drawers, like it says, the tiny habits of something. So I rolled up my underwear and my T-shirts and, and pajamas and all. Well, we've been here five, four or five months now. I want you to tell you that it doesn't look like Lucy's at all. <laughs> <laughs> so now, now I just throw the underwear and stuff in the drawer, close it before she gets here and, you know, still can't find things. Help me out. Well, so, so <laughs> yes. yeah, so, um, so two things that you said there, one, I have absolutely no problem with you just throwing it in the drawer unfolded. Like, I don't even know why we fold underwear. What is the point in that? So that, that I have no problem with. The only problem is you said, I can't find anything. I'm pretty sure you know how to find your underwear. So I don't think that that, um, organizational solution is broken. And I think that's a, a big thing. We're so used to seeing everything on social media and in magazines and on TV. Really, organization is that you can find things when you need it. If you know where your underwear is and which ones are clean and which ones are dirty, you get an A+. Plus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you were going to throw me, Jim, but you did it. <laughs> I'm sitting next to Lucy's. So I better not. <laughs> she doesn't, she's had it with surprises. <laughs> well, I think you mentioned that you've been in New Mexico for a short amount of time. You mentioned that you travel around quite a bit. I think that you need more global organizing systems. And what is your level of done is good enough versus perfection? If, you, if you're not going to move somewhere and live there for 25 years and spend all this time getting everything perfect, like maybe you just say, yeah, we know where clean underwear is. We know where dirty underwear is. We fold it. We don't fold it. It doesn't matter. We each handle our own underwear, but we want to make sure that our kitchen is set up within two days of arrival. It is systematically packed and organized when we get to the next space. Like you can't organize everything. What are the most important things for you? Well, I would agree, but having a housekeeper really does help. A lot. <laughs> Highly recommend. <laughs> Highly recommend. <laughs> well, here it, it's difficult for us because to me, kitchen needs to be organized within 12 hours, not two days. <laughs> Everything else needs to be placed. And when we pack to next move, I'm trying not to look at his suitcases because it just looks like, whoa, <laughs> that's never going to work. <laughs> so we have the differences. But listen, tell me how and to which point and to what moment we... Uh, need to understand that something that it's not organized the way that it'll mm -hmm. affect mm -hmm. our lives and productivity positively. Yeah, I think that we tend to often think about organizing. We think about our clothes. We think about our kitchen because those are the spaces we use the most often. And often they don't look the way we want them to work, but they function about 80%. It's the spaces that you don't tend to organize because you don't see them that you need in an emergency. like 
your important papers or having a storage room that really is a dumping ground instead of an inside store of things you've already paid for. So like if you think of your storage room as a prepaid store that you would access first before you go to a newly paid store, it should be set up like a store. Like it should have bins and it should have um, shelving and you should be able to go in, pull out whatever you need and put it back. And, and there shouldn't be just like broken things down there. We tend to not prioritize that area. We also tend to not prioritize organizing our paper. And you usually need your paper when there's an emergency or you need to make an insurance claim or somebody's gotten injured or like, and then you're in an emergency and you don't know where the paper is that you need. Those things need to be organized once and for all so that you maintain that organization. So then you can go back to the underwear kitchen conversation. <laughs> so, so what is it about us that causes us to... Uh, we don't mean to be disorganized, but what is it about as it causes this? I think what I figured out is that when you were a 12-year-old kid, you were not allowed to go play until your bedroom was clean on Saturday. And whatever level of organization you learned on Saturday morning so that you could go out and play, you thought that once you got your own house, yes, nobody can tell me to clean my bedroom anymore. But the problem is you have to clean and organize the whole house. But no one ever takes the time to do that because now you're an adult. And nobody can tell you to. So when you get to the point where you're like, OK, everything would go easier and better for me if I would take one solid year and just systematically organize everything as an adult. Like I own all this. I need to organize all this. I need to know where it all is. And then it will stay organized for decades. But if you pretend that it's not your jurisdiction or your responsibility and you pretend that somebody else is going to come in and do it later, they're not. And, and that's where we get stuck. So we just keep going back and forth and back and forth on the kitchen and the bedroom because that's where we spend the majority of our time. And we don't do the paper and the storage room and all those other spaces because nobody's telling us to and we're not telling ourselves to. But I love your picture on your website with the items on the kitchen counter, but this says a lot. I mean, the way you have things sp spaced and clean. What does that say, I apologize, honey, but what does that say for us in the workplace where we have such clutter, we put things in a file that we're never going to read and so on? So we are so blessed, especially in America. And, you know, if you're listening to a podcast, you have enough time to be spending intellectual capacity on your own personal and professional development. Knowledge is abundant and we love to learn. And so we find more and more and more and more. And we cannot process and do everything that we can consume. And so we keep consuming more and more and more and more, especially the older we are, because when we were young, we didn't have access to information. You had to go to the library. You had to check out the encyclopedia for crying out loud to look things up. And now we're still like kind of enamored with the fact that we can answer anything on our phone in five seconds. So we store all this information, forgetting that we can just retrieve it. Um, and then specifically when it comes to work, we have more put upon us by our employer and ourselves than we are capable of producing in the allotted work time that we have, but we aren't good at eliminating what we don't have the capacity to do. We keep it there in case we get extra time, which we never get. So we're overwhelmed with so much on our plate that is never going to get done instead of really honing in on the three to five things we can accomplish in the next 90 days. Uh, that makes perfect sense. It makes a lot of sense. So Lisa, one more question regarding the age. 
Well, yeah. we know our youngest, for example, he once told me he, he organized his clothes and everything. When he was 12, he will organize it. That's enough, like, till the first time he needs to pull some clothes to go out, okay? <laughs> that is gone. So how can we help our kids, especially teenagers, to learn and to get those habits to keep things organized in a way that it's effective? Yes, I love organizing kids. Super, super fun. The first thing is to call their bedroom a mini apartment and to mentally start thinking about your child's room as a mini apartment. Now you can have roommates in your apartment. So if they share a room, that's fine. No big deal. But their bedroom is their, their jurisdiction. They are responsible for cleaning, organizing, and maintaining, and also doing the home improvements of their personal space. The older they get, the more they can petition the landlord to have different things added into their apartment. And it really, just even the naming it of that space allows them to have more ownership. And when you're organizing um, a child's bedroom, anyone that lives in your home with you, that really is a mini apartment for them, especially as they become middle school, high school, college age kids. They'll have TVs, refrigerators, all their work is in there, all of their uh, memorabilia is in there, all their hobbies are in there, their sleep, their clothes, like everything that you have in the house, they actually have just in their bedroom. And if they can learn to organize that in the different zones that they have, they then will take that skill to a dorm room or an apartment or a condo and then ultimately to a house. Brilliant. I hadn't thought of that like a mini apartment. Yeah. That's, that's, that is just brilliant. I'm thinking about doing that to my bedroom, okay? There's yes. you know, separated Lucy in this side, I'm on that side. Yeah. With my, my refrigerator and easy bake oven. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> whatever it takes. <laughs> That's just not happening, okay? But you make it, you know, but you have some great insights. I mean, I've read these books, B.J. Falk's book, Tiny Habits and all. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what can we do on a daily basis to make sure we don't fall in the trap of going backwards. Mm -hmm. So our life is all habits, right? I mean, 85% of what you do every single day is a habit because if you didn't have good habits, you would be out of decision-making capacity by 9 a.m. Like you get up, you go to the bathroom, you take a shower, you brush your teeth, you do your hair, whatever. Like you have a little cadence of what you do in the morning. And if you get a phone call or you get interrupted and you you will then tend to forget to do something in that morning routine because it's so habitual, like you're just not even thinking about it. So when you are frustrated with something, like make a decision, do you or don't you fold underwear going forward? I would say make the decision, I don't. And now you establish it as, I'm not not meeting my own expectation. My expectation is Lucy folds underwear, Jim does not fold underwear, decided from this point forward, we don't even have to think about it or feel guilty about it. And now that's a habit and you just keep going forward. So everything that you're like uh, feeling guilty about or it's not to the level you want it to be, take five minutes to think about, well, if it was to the level I want it to be, what would that look like? What is the opportunity cost of the time to make it that way? Make a decision and then make that a habit. And just do that, like one new habit every week. Okay, I, I think I can do that. One well, mm -hmm. new habit every week. Okay, one new habit every week. That's yeah. not bad. Because, like, I, because I packed my suitcase like my 16-year-old, right? <laughs> I have good intentions, but I just throw everything in. <laughs> okay, so I've got a good thing for that, Jim. You guys travel a lot. If you travel mm -hmm. a lot, I when I was 16 years old, 
my parents traveled a lot and they said, okay, from here on out, when we want to go anywhere and we want you kids to go with us, like we want to be able to go, we're tired of making these little checklists. So my mom went and she got duplicates of everybody's toiletries. Uh, She even got us extra underwear. Like we had a bag ready to go and we just added our pajamas and we added our clothes and we left our toothbrush, our toothpaste, our soap, our shampoo, our razor, all of it was already packed. And to this day, like if you call me, I can, I can get on a plane in an hour. I'll add a suit. I'll add my pajamas. I'm ready to go. I have everything packed, including a second curling iron. I have duplicates of everything already ready to go. It's worth the investment of that money to save all of the time. And how many times have you gotten somewhere and you forgot something? How much time and money did that cause you then to replenish that versus having duplicates of everything? So if you're a traveler, buy doubles of everything and have all of those things already packed. I think that's excellent advice. And even for someone like myself, who's uh, mildly challenged, I think I can make some changes. I even keep my supplements, like a whole a whole uh, week worth of my supplements in there. And I just add in my pill bottles. And the most expensive of this is for the ladies. If you want to duplicate your makeup, like it's a small fortune, but it's worth it when you do it the first time. That's good. We're going to have to try that. <laughs> uh, so our dear listeners, this is Lisa Woodruff. She can help you organize everything. You can find a link to her website. It's organized. 365.com. It's in the description to this episode. Go book a call. It's going to change your life. Oh, one more question for you, Lisa. Do you think it's uh, that we get disorganized uh, in, in many things? I mean, whether it's work or uh, in our relationships or even in our, our, our things at home being tidy because we have conflict with certain things? Is there something that's bothering us that we haven't quite work done yet? You know, I am not a psychologist, (laughs) although I do play one on my podcast. Um, I think that for me and for my friends and for most of the organized 365 audience, when I say this, it totally resonates with them. You're organized to a certain point in your life. And then your personal life experience gets going faster than you can maintain it. And life just gets moving so fast that you just feel like you got run over. And nobody slows it down after that point for you to get caught up. And once you get in that part where life is moving faster than you can keep up, you're just racing and in this reactive mode. And the only way to get going the other way is to just like stop everything, take the time to get yourself organized and reoriented again, and move back into a proactive life. And for most people, it takes about 12 to 18 months. But once you do it, then you're back into living a proactive life. And if you don't do it, You'll literally live the rest of your life just reacting to everything that's happening to you. That's what I was looking for. Great advice. Thank you so much. Listeners, I truly, truly highly encourage you to go to Lisa's, I believe it's called Mm organized365.com. Yep. Yeah. So Lisa, before we go, uh, is there any exercise, something our listeners can try this week in order to improve the organization of their home or work or life entirely? So what I usually tell people, we haven't talked about this at all in this call, but what I usually tell people to do is stop using your brain as a to-do list and write everything on paper. I'm a former teacher, big paper pencil person. If I try to remember it in my head, I just don't, or I do remember it like 3 a.m., which is not very helpful. So I write everything down 
and you're not getting it all done now anyway. So yes, you're going to write things down and forget to get them done, but you're already not getting them done. Write it all down, review those things once a week on Sunday, pick out some things that you can do for the week and start to let some of these things go. We are not meant to just run 24 seven, checking things off of unending to-do lists. You need your brain emptied out so that you have the capacity to enjoy life, do an interview like this and um, just really use your brain as the wonderful creation it is, not a never ending tickler file for your to-do list. Thanks. This is great. Thank you very much, Lisa. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. This is Motivational Monday by, by Jim, Jim and Lucy. Lucy. Follow our podcast. And check out our website, jimandlucywoods.com.